everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And let me start off by saying happy 150th show. Definitely a great milestone in my radio career. And I'm so excited to have a very special guest for you all today. Very thrilled to have her on. Uh, We'll be introducing Bean. So thanks, Bean, for joining me today. And again, I'm super excited to be talking to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love it. I love the show. Awesome. Well, Bean, let's start off by telling me, how did you get your musical career started? You know, long story short, I grew up with parents as pastors. So even from the age of five, I was I was the extra kid in choir, whatever somebody would call in sick. And so I was the shy but still eager one to go and be able to sing in front of people and um Little did I know that that would be the first few steps of me being a musician and moving out to L.A. and whatnot. And so um, the second step would be whenever, after graduating high school, I grabbed my first guitar from this lady who just randomly came up right after graduating, and she came up to me in the school hallway, and she said, "My mom, or your mom told me that you really wanted to learn how to play guitar, and... Um, you wish you could afford one, blah, blah, blah. And she said, I just wanted to give you, give you this so you could hone in on your craft and hopefully, you know, make some music. And um, so I got my guitar, and literally from that day forward, I could not put it down until, you know, I had, like, successfully built up the calluses on my fingertips and was wow. able to play through a song without screaming bloody murder from it hurting so bad on my <laughs> fingers. So... <laughs> From there, I put up a couple YouTube videos, and here we are. That is so great to hear. I love how, you know, it started in high school and the fact that that lady just came up to you because, you know, when things like that happen, it's like you got to take a step back and really look at it. It's like, wow, all right, I guess I'll, you know, move forward with this. And I know you mentioned, you know, doing YouTube. So did you feel that putting yourself on YouTube kind of began to build your presence as an artist? Because I feel like there are so many people out there, you know, putting their music on YouTube or doing vlogs on YouTube, like you name it. Yeah, I definitely think that without having a YouTube channel and the opportunity to just upload whatever and whenever you want um, helps my helps my career kind of just start it into what it is today. Um, it's it helped me out with anything from meeting major labels to flying out and meeting different songwriters and producers. And um, it's actually how I met my manager. So. He was showing my YouTube videos from one of his friends, and and I was you know I was this like little eighteen nineteen year old kid who was just stoked to have any meetings set up in the first place because whenever initially uploading my first video, I just did it to show my progress. I wasn't necessarily uploading to get famous. I was just like I I kind of just want to see what the world thinks about everything, and so here I am and. I'm I'm stoked. Like, I did not even plan on it becoming something amazing like this. That is so awesome. And, you know, going back to your musical background, so would you say that you just kind of, like you, I guess you basically stated, you know, you picked up the guitar and that was basically your your background. That was all the experience that you had. You kind of started from the ground up. Yeah, and also without YouTube, I would not 
I wouldn't really know how to play guitar because I would go online and, and search how to play a G chord, how to play A, how to play Coldplay, the scientist song. And it goes through and shows you all of these different ways on how to hone in on your craft. And, and that's how I learned. I never had a guitar teacher or anything necessarily to help me build that up like that because I was a broke little right out of high school kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool to hear because, you know, there are so many people out there that want to get their musical career started. But like you said, you know, it can be like a straighten for money or whatever the case may be. Now that we have YouTube, it's like, all right, I'll just go on to a computer. You know, you could go to the library even and, you know, pick up a few things. So why not? Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Super cool. So, Bede, how would you describe your music? Because I've heard some of your music, totally a big fan of it. And I think people are just really loving it. I would describe my music as, I mean, honestly, it's kind of been a realization of figuring out who I am as an artist because I don't think, especially just being right out of high school and being handed a guitar, it's like once you graduate, it's like going to college and being like, okay, this is going to be my major. No, you change, from friends that have, they change their major two, if not three times before realizing what it is that they want to do. And in that same regard, concerning my music, it's like one genre. It's like, no, you mess around and you kind of like get your feet wet with what it is that you love genre-wise. And once you really find that one thing, that one niche, you run with it. And it just feels perfect. It feels right. And you know that you're doing the what you're made for and the right thing for your career. So... With that being said, like, I went everywhere from being bubblegum poppy with uh, my first single that impacted radio called Roller Coaster um, to have like, this new sound, which I'm so excited to, to finally release um, this song called Wildfire, which is my new upcoming single that we're going to be um, releasing to the world here in probably the next couple months. And it is more so like an indie alternative vibe with a little bit of pop hint to it mm-hmm. and so I'm just I'm stoked because I can finally say 100% that this song describes me and who I am as an artist and also as a person so I'm excited that's great. Well, congratulations on all of your success. I mean, the fact that you've released mm-hmm. a really great single and then now you're going with another one. It's it's awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I'm curious to know, where do you get your inspiration to write songs from? Because I know many aspiring songwriters have trouble doing this, and it's not an easy task. You know, it's it's different for me because I, like, I'm kind of all over the place. Like, randomly in the middle of the night, I could get a song idea if I hear, if I hear, like, for example, a train going by whenever I lived in Texas with my family. We had train tracks really close to our house. And I would I would wake up at like 2 a.m. from the train going by. You could hear the, the, the horn and everything. And it was just like, just, it would spark something inside of me. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I have to write these lyrics. Or I'm going to forget them and I'm going to hate myself in the morning. And so I'd stay up until I had that song idea written out. And... It would just, it, like, little random things like that trigger something in my brain and remind me of something else. And it, it, I don't know. It's, it's amazing how it all kind of works out. But other apart from that, I would say just from real-life situations, anything from a song I wrote, wrote called Sunshine, 
which is about my dad who passed away on the 4th of July when I was 12, to a song that I wrote called Cops and Robbers about this guy who cheated on me with my best friend and then tried to come back to me. And I was like, no, dude. And so um, <laughs> it's just kind of like it, it, my main reason for being in the music business and writing is for people who hear my songs lyrically and melodically, they get inspired to to be completely honest and and feel like they can relate to me in the sense of, oh my gosh, she's not just a girl who writes songs and is trying to be famous. Like she's she's real. Like her music and the words that she's saying, I can relate to that situation. So that's that's the whole reason why I'm in this crazy business and Hopefully, everybody else loves it whenever they hear my music. Totally. That's super commendable. And I just love the whole fact that you say, you know, it's about the experience and everything. Because that is what people, you know, really want to connect with in a song. And like you said, um, just being honest with yourself about those experiences and just embracing who you are. And essentially, also, um, they just love to relate. Music is kind of like that universal language. kind of brings everybody together. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Awesome. And, you know, I heard that your songs have been featured on numerous of global brands, et cetera, et cetera. Tell me more about that. I think that's super special. Yeah, I got lucky. Um, like I said, I'm from Texas originally. Before that, it was Nashville. But I moved out to Los Angeles, where I currently am, a year and a couple months ago. And so... It was literally right after I moved out here that my manager called me, and he was like, okay, Noelle, you need to sit down and take a deep breath. It's a good thing, so don't get all freaked out. Like, we've got some good news. And I was like, okay, like tell me. And he said, well, we've got um, two big commercials right now, two big companies and brands that want to use um, your song called Let's Go on the commercials. And I was like, okay. I was like, who is it? And he said, well, the first one is Mitsubishi for one of their car commercials. And, um, the other one is Bud Light. And so I like, to this day, I get freaked out and like so excited and so many butterflies in my belly whenever I get a text from a friend or I'm even watching TV and, and I hear my voice coming through the TV screen and I'm like, wait, no, like it kind of takes me back and I'm just like what in the heck is going on with my life like never in a million years would I ever imagine having commercials like that it's it's bananas wow that's so awesome and you know a great milestone in your career by far but Bean we're going to actually have to take a quick little break so let's go ahead and do that right now keep it right here you're listening to The Thing What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? 
Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Bean here. So we were talking a lot with Bean, you know, how she started her career as a musical artist, you know, from the YouTube to getting all the way from high school and picking up that first guitar and just truly honing in on her talents. And uh, I think the last thing we were talking about, you know, is the fact that she got to work with some major global brands such as Bud Light and Mitsubishi. And um, that's so awesome, Bean. And, you know, it's just miraculous to see that such a young person can come so far in life and it's just the beginning. But my next question for you is what artists have you been able to work with thus far in your career? Because, you know, with music, there are some great people out there to look up to. Honestly, I am stoked because one of my first ever inspirations for music was Colby Calais. So back in the day, like, I, I would listen to her music and, and teach myself how to play from Googling different tabs and whatnot on the Internet. And so I got, like, this amazing opportunity to to go and open for her at a show that she had here in Cali. And so we're at this little pub, the top story of this little pub, and the stage is ground level, and she's sitting in this booth with her whole entire family straight dead center right in front of me. And um, so I'm playing all these songs, and I was stoked because she was actually, like, into it. You could tell she was, like, bobbing her head and stuff, and she was smiling, and I was just kind of dying on the inside because <laughs> she was one of my favorite people ever. But um, so I've worked with her. I've actually had the enormous pleasure to work with one of my favorite dudes, um, T.I. He flew me out to Atlanta, and... We worked on a song together with one of his artists um, named Dobie, who rests his soul. He passed away a couple years ago, but it was just, it was such an incredible moment. Like, all of these, all of these um, people coming into my life and, and seeing my talent or whatever and, and pulling me out and just being like, I want to root, root for you and help you along with your career. It means so much to me, and I, I never realized that I had so many amazing cheerleaders out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I guess I've actually opened for Jake Miller and Austin Mahone and um, the band uh, Emblem 3 and Hot Shell Ray. So those were were some really great ones, too. They're all such great people. That's awesome. And I know previously as well, you know, you were confirmed to tour on iHeartRadio's On the Rise tour. That was pretty awesome, I'm I'm assuming. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was a blast. It was so many memories just with, like, just with, like I said, along the likes of the Jake Miller and Colette Carr and just so many talented people all together and, you know, vibing off of each other creatively, 
even on that tour, I had so many lyrics ready and written and inspired from going from place to place with all of these people and, and getting to see so many different parts of the world and the U.S. that I never in my life thought I would get to see. So I was beside myself the whole time just in pinch me mode. <laughs> I guess that's the perfect way to describe it. Cause like you were saying, you know, when you're in front of those big names, it's like, you kind of die a little inside. You get that feeling. You're like, Oh God, is this really real life? Or, you know, am I yeah. really just here right now? <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy. That's so awesome. Well, Tell me more about your career milestone in 2014 now, you know, signing with the Stars label, because, you know, they are the ones who produce your music. And I think that, you know, that just gave you a huge opportunity once you, you know, flew out and moved to L.A. Yeah, so um, it was August of 2000. It was two years ago, so August of 2000, I I guess it was 13, yeah. And um, so anyways, they... I got a call again from my manager, and he was like, all right, so I have these guys on the other line. It's a label from L.A., and they heard your music, and they've seen your videos, and um, they're interested in talking to you and possibly getting you out to L.A. to do a couple sessions and potentially um, sign you to the label. And so I got on the phone, a little three-way call, and they were just stoked. They were like, dude, we love your music. We want you to come out to L.A., let's write together and um, see, you know, if there's any magic there. And so I got out here. We had a writing session, and apparently they loved me, thank the Lord, because I didn't want to go home after seeing the beach. <laughs> and um, so we, I sat down with the label owner, Nick Gross, and he was like, so honestly, we love you. We love your writing style, and we see a lot of potential in you, and we want to sign you to the label and have you be a part of stars and so obviously like I was like dude I've had my bags packed for the for the past 23 years of living and existing on this planet so let's do this and so he um he talked with the rest of the label sent me over a contract and my manager and I packed our bags packed up into his little car and we drove for three days straight all the way to Cali and here we are That's so awesome. And, you know, the fact what you were saying, you know, you kind of like packed your bags, you were ready to go for that, you know, for all of the years of your existence. I think that's so wonderful to put into perspective that way, because, you know, when big opportunities like this happen, it's kind of like you just want to like throw yourself at it and see if it works. Yeah, yeah. I'm the kind of person who if, if I have an opportunity that great that presents itself, I... I get so excited that I don't like, I don't necessarily think about the good versus the bad because I'm just so stoked. I'm like, I'm like a kid in a candy shop kind of thing. I'm just like, let's just do it. Let's go, you know? And um, so that's why I have my, my manager and my label there to kind of keep me grounded and keep me like, all right, well, let's talk about this and what's the positives and the negatives. And so but I get to keep my little, my little happy go luckyness about me, if you will. But they they keep me grounded as well. So it's it's a great it's a great little balance there that we've got going on. 
That's great. And I know that we talked about the iHeartRadio on the Rise tour already, but I also want to go ahead and talk a little bit about the High School Nation tour that you did in September 2014. What was that like? Because I think it's really awesome, you know, to bring kind of kids together, show them different sorts of music, and just, you know, hopefully get their passions going with that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. High School Nation was, it was one of the most like incredible tours. I, I learned so much from that tour as far as impacting and leaving kids with something to be inspired about as well. Just because we would go from high school to high school and every morning we would have um, what, what uh, High School Nation calls it, a panel, like a music panel in, in the morning, like assembly rooms. And um, so what we would do is go up on stage and each of the kids from from the assembly would get to ask us questions about, you know, why did we get started in music and um, how do you go from being like a little kid in high school in the middle of Utah somewhere to being in L.A. and being signed to a label and whatnot. And so it gave us a chance to really inspire and instill hope in these kids and and be able to just speak into their lives saying, no matter where you come from, or what, you know, your family does or doesn't do or money that you have or don't have, you can do whatever you want and be who, who you ever, whoever you want to be in life as long as you have the guts and the gusto to go through with it and not give up. And so um, with that being said, I mean, the lineup was incredible. We had everybody from Jacob Lattimore to Drake Bell and this um, band called Nikos who are good friends of mine. And uh, it was just, it was one of those, one of those tours that it was the first time getting, getting me prepared for what life's going to be like in the future. It was my first tour bus tour. So I was on, you know, I was bumped in with all of these different band mm-hmm. members and stuff. And it was like a, one big family. It was amazing. So it was a lot of fun. That's wonderful. Well, it's awesome that you got to experience that and, you know, just all of all of it and all, you know, you your whole journey. It's so exciting to watch. And we'll definitely talk more about that very soon, but we have to take a quick little break, so let's go ahead and do that. I'm Maddie Rose with the Fame Game. Keep it right here. For a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves. 
We'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. 
Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So, back with being here. Um, Very exciting that we've got to learn more about her, more about her song style, as well as all the adventures that she has gone through uh, for her journey thus far. But, Bean, let's talk about your song, Roller Coaster, for a second, which is now available on iTunes. I want to know what inspired that song and just what were you thinking? Because it's it's an amazing song, super catchy. I have to say, I will say, uh, I did listen to it for about, like, two weeks straight on repeat, so... (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, well, the inspiration for Roller Coaster came from, like I said, a real-life event. That's what I write about. And um, I flew out to New York City, a record label, a pretty big record label out there, heard my songs, and they were like, we need Bean. We need her to come out here next day. Please, we've got her flight booked, blah, blah, blah. So I flew out to New York, and it was it was literally the most promising trip that I've been on to date. And um, with reason being was because the label owner, like the head of the record label, flew me out and we didn't even showcase at the label. We showcased in his home, like in his living room, beautiful, like penthouse suite at a sky rise in, in New York City. And I was just, I was like... It was another pinch me moment. I feel like my life is one giant pinch me moment. It's freaking great. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> I like I sat and I was um I was showcasing with with me and my two producers and my manager was there for this big record label guy and um we played him three songs acoustic and by the end of the third song he was like, Dude, this is great, we love you and um we want to we want to get you back out here. Go back to Dallas, pack up all your stuff, and we want to send you um, an offer. And so I was stoked. My manager was stoked. We were freaking out, you know, excited. I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna be able to buy my mom a freaking private jet and a beautiful mansion, and I can <laughs> have like my Lambo, whatever." And um, so I get back home to Dallas, and I am waiting and. A week goes by, a week turns into two weeks, which turns into a month, and I kind of just get the picture that it's not happening, and we kind of got stood up, 
And so I was sitting in my bedroom. I was so mad, but, you know, it's kind of like you gotta, gotta, you, you got to go with it and you know that something good is going to come even more so from the bad. So I sat down on my bed and all I could think of was a roller coaster. And so I wrote, I wrote out just like I was writing this guy a letter. You're such a tease. You got me begging on my, on my knees like a book. You read my pages, meaning my lyrics. And so I wrote roller coaster about the music industry and all that comes with it. There's so many ups and downs and happy points and like, Oh my God, I want to give up and just, get a day job points in in this business and um with that being said it's just like no matter what no matter how many crappy times come with the good the the yes moments and like the positive things always outweigh a billion negative things because if you love what you're doing you never want to quit it and no matter what you always come back to it loving it even more than before at least that's how it is with me so Roller Coaster is just kind of like a pump-up song for those people who've been kicked but also been, like, cheered on. So it's it's kind of that song that says, no matter what, I'm going to keep pressing forward and I'm going to freaking kick booty anyway. So even though it's a down moment right now, it's going to get better. For sure. And I love that about it, too. And, and what you said in there, I think in the song it says, kiss to all my haters. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But for sure. Yes, I think that, you know, that's a perfect way to, you know, kind of describe, you know, music industry, entertainment industry in itself is like a roller coaster. Because like you said, it it can be difficult at times, but hopefully the good outweighs the bad in the end. Yeah, for sure. So with all of your accomplishments now, Bean, tell me what you feel has been your biggest accomplishment to date. Um, you know, honestly, I feel like with all of all of the success that I've had thus far with um with my touring and getting to play and work with so many incredible talents, so far, my favorite thing was what we've already mentioned with the commercials because it's still until God willing one day. I get like um, a movie placement for a commercial, please, Lord. I would love that. But um, until that happens, I am still so amazed that I have the commercial placements that I do, and I don't think I'm ever going to get tired or or kind of just like, oh, that's cool, whatever. About the fact that my my songs are on this commercial, I, I think it's my my favorite thing that I've done so far, and and I'm lucky as ever. That's wonderful. And, you know, just taking a step back a little bit more, too, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Wildfire, which you did mention. Uh, Can you give us, like, a sneak peek about that? Like, tell us a little bit about it, what inspired you, just all the details. Yeah, so, um, I mean, honestly, Wildfire is, like I said, it's, it's the epitome of me put into words and melody it's it's basically saying everything that a wildfire is about it's like untamable very just kind of like rapid and going with the flow and that's how my personality is and and um people tell me all the time like 
being you you need a distinct look in your life. You need like a distinct sound and everything. And I'm like, well, I get it with the sound, but with my look, I can one day be wearing like a boho chic outfit with a flower crown, and then the next day I'll wear like a baseball hat and some cut up jeans and just kind of being more chill. And that's just that's like a reflection of my personality. And it's like I I don't really have any set one look or any set one vibe about me necessarily except that I'm a wildfire. I'm I'm like a modern day hippie meets Woodstock meets now. So it's kind of it's kind of like the entire song that says, Hey, if you're a weirdo or if you're a wildfire, accept who you are and, and run with it because that's what makes you unique and infectious and contagious and so um, so I'm excited because it's like my first real chance to, to tell the world that and tell my fans and we're, sh- we're getting ready to shoot the music video for it here in the, in the next month. And I'm excited because the, the video is very much so going to portray the lyrics and what I mean by being a vagabond and a hippie free spirited soul. And, um, hopefully, hopefully the, the fans take on to it like, like I want them to, but either way, I'm I'm just stoked to get it out to them. Absolutely, and we'll be looking out for it as well. Uh, so I, I guess you could say that, you know, being in the music industry and your journey all the way through everything has definitely taught you a little bit more about yourself. Would you say that? I would definitely say that. It's been, it's been tough at times, but it's been an amazing journey. And uh, whenever it's all said and done, I would not take any of the three, almost four years back of me investing into my career at all. So it's been incredible. Super. And I guess my final question for you is going to be, what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody, you know, looking to get into the industry? I love this question because I wish I had this question answered for me whenever I first started into the industry. But I think um, my one piece of advice would be to, no matter what, no matter how many times, you hear no if you believe in yourself and that's number one the main thing that matters believing in yourself and going with your gut on your project um believe in yourself do not give up and take take opinions like you would a grain of salt and let it roll off your back all of the ones that you don't think um are really good for you or or don't really make sense for you because everybody I've learned this from YouTube as well. Everybody's going to have their opinion and state it out loud, no matter if they're hiding behind a computer screen or come to your show and come to you afterwards and say, you look like an idiot on this song, blah, blah, It's like no matter what, you are who you are, and if you are strong enough to realize what it is that you want to do in life, go after it full-heartedly and don't give up because that's what I think will be one of the biggest regrets for people who do give up in the end is like what would have happened if I wouldn't have stopped. And so that's why, that's why I'm just keep on, I'm keeping on, keeping on. And, um, I want to be able to say one day whenever I'm 50 years old, looking down at my little ring finger tattoo with a travel clef on it. I want to look down and say, yes, I'm still in the industry. I'm still going strong. And now I don't have to get this tattoo removed. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my main thing. I'm like, there's no going back and there's no there's no saying I wish I would have whenever I'm 50 you know 
Absolutely. And so finally, how can others follow you, Bean? Uh, my social media for Twitter and Instagram is at Noelle Bean. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bean, for joining me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I wish you the best of luck on your entire journey and so much success. And we'll definitely be looking out for Wildfire when it comes out. Well, thank you so much. You've been a blast to interview with. And I appreciate you guys having me on the show. And I hope to hear from you soon. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. That was a wonderful interview that we had with Bean. Oh my gosh, I love her music so much. Totally sounded like a fangirl there, but honestly, I'm a super big fan of it. Um, like I had mentioned in the interview, you know, Roller Coaster was just an amazing song to listen to. It wasn't a joke when I said that I actually listened to it on repeat because we did go to a field trip to the Renaissance Fair. And uh, let's just say that that was the only thing I had downloaded on my phone and I didn't mind it. So it's an awesome song. Definitely check it out. Like I said, we're going to be looking out for Wildfire. I'll definitely have to see if I can feature that on the show when it does come out uh, but definitely follow Noelle um, and see what she's up to it looks like she has some great things in store for her future and definitely an inspiration to look up to but anywho we have a little bit of time on our hands for this 150th show which I'm just kind of like freaking out inside because I'm like can't believe that it's 150 shows it just makes me feel like I'm very old but honestly no I've only 17 and I've been on the radio for five years so that is why if you were wondering I'm not out of high school yet, but that's all right. But anywho, um, let's do talk a little bit about kind of stretching our five minutes of weekly entertainment on the fame game because this is just a little over five minutes. But I want to talk about The Voice and American Idol because this just seems to flow right into the music industry and everything that we're talking about here today. And I'm curious to know. What team are you on for The Voice? Because this year, it's definitely amped it up a little bit. I have to say, uh, this is probably one of the best years that I've seen of, like, seeing competitions. As far as American Idol goes, just to touch on that just a little bit, I know that in years past, I this is probably a 
a long time ago, but it just feels like a few years ago to me, is when they dropped the age limit down to 15. And I think it's the same way for The Voice. You you can be 15 and audition, and if you make it on, then you make it on. Um, American Idol, it's, it's so different, honestly, than what it was in the past. I feel like their level or, you know, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just kind of decreased a little bit. And I feel like the voice is more idolized than American Idol is now. So it's kind of like, well, go ahead and take your pick, you know, but it's still pretty cool if you could say, yes, I was the winner of American Idol. So there, there's no changing that. Absolutely not. But um, the voice, I, I know that the judges obviously are not the same as previous seasons. This time we have Christina back, which is really great. It seems like she's totally in it to win it. She wants to be the first girl to win it. I give her all the power to her. And have you heard Christina Aguilera saying she's pretty amazing, pretty phenomenal. Um, then you have Adam Levine with Maroon 5, Blake Shelton. You know, he's a country artist. And then instead of CeeLo Green from, I think, like, when The Voice first started and everything, uh, this time it is now Pharrell Williams, uh, which is super cool because he's known for his song Happy. Uh, and, and that was just continuously played on the radio and then even Miss America song she won with the song happy and yeah I I also heard that he's a wonderful producer and that he just has a lot of skill and talent and it seems like he's a great mentor and you know me with the when it comes to the voice that is my favorite part about it uh, as far as like the difference between American Idol and the voice American Idol is judges just straight up judging you like they see your appearance everything like that the voice they start out with the blind auditions they don't get to see you they're just clearly judging your voice and then when it does come time to narrow it down to the finalists that are going to qualify for the live shows they do something called a battle round which you go up against another artist that is like similar to you or you know there's some type of tie or connection and then the next Part of that is the knockout rounds where you just get to showcase yourself and, you know, you do it that way. But throughout the course of everything, you get mentorship, you get, you know, training from these wonderful artists that have experienced the industry for themselves. Many of them, you know, did start from the bottom up, just like many people do in the music industry. And it's just wonderful to see, you know, what they do have going for them and the fact that, you know, these artists are being shaped and molded into, you know, something greater and bigger and just larger than life, I guess you could say. Because many of them, at the, if you do make it to the end of the show, you get your own, you know, recording, record labels, I'm sure, are just eating that up because they just absolutely love that. But I think with Noelle Bean's story, um, also relating to, you know, kind of these shows and everything, too, You don't just have to start from, you know, The Voice or American Idol to become famous or to get your music career started. You know, it is going to take a little bit of push and pull because there are times when it is up and down. Uh, Bean even said for herself, you know, it is a roller coaster many times in the entertainment industry. And I have to agree because you just never know which way it's going to go. Some days it could look super great for you. And then other days it's like, wow. you kind of question yourself like am I doing the right thing and you know it's just you got to keep going you got to keep persisting doing what you do best you got to love it and then you know YouTube and all these facets are really great as Bean said uh, it's become an an easy outlet for people to you know kind of connect to because not only are they putting their music on there but they're giving advice on there and some people may think like well that's kind of you know 
dumb to put on there like advice but you know you don't realize how many people go on youtube and look at this advice and it's really just insistent on their life it makes sense it's relevant so i think that it's really clever that they're putting advice and uh you know it's wonderful but you know all said and done you just have to stick to your dreams. I love what Bean was saying as well, you know, at the end of the show, too, that you want to look back later on in life and say, yep, I have no regrets. Totally did it for myself and super happy that, you know, everything went that way because life is a journey and the journey is great and the view is great. So with that being said, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this 150th show. Absolutely loved having Bean on. And again, we'll have to keep up with her journey and see where that takes her. But I want to take a little moment to just say thank you all again for dedicating yourselves to listening to my show. I would not have the show without you. Uh, You do truly mean the world to me because I get to talk to so many of you around the world in my little studio, which is wonderful. So with that... Here's Roller Coaster by Bean. Hope you guys enjoy.
so much for listening to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice of America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Star Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. from the Kidstar Album of the Month.